the know for Wednesday, July 6th, the 187th day of 2022. There are 178 days left in the year. Good morning, MV, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield Country Station, 1039 Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, the SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify podcast, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. Kick off the second half of the year show-wise. And we'll make you a winner with a water cooler question. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. It's my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. I heard you report the other day that uh, you had had a dream or two again recently. Yes. Yeah. Alea said something about a dream, and you said you had had a dream. Yes. They uh, had slowed down for a while. Yeah. But now they're picking back up. Okay. So um, if you want to avoid nightmares, then you need to avoid these foods before you go to sleep. No pizza, no tacos, and most spicy foods in general. Okay. Apparently, if you have those, you're more likely to have nightmares. All the other foods are just good dreams, I suppose. Interesting. You don't eat those things no. primarily anyway, but no. uh, so that can't be I it. was just hoping peanut butter wasn't on the list. <laughs> no, peanut butter's not on the list. Congratulations to you. Over there, chair number two, we say good morning and welcome back to Grayson County Ag Agent, Miss Whitney Carmen. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Glad to be here. Good to see you. Yeah. Happy uh, happy second half of 2022. I know. Happening pretty quickly. And hot right on cue. <laughs> and it's hot, Don. Uh, your baseball is about to wrap up. Well, yeah. Sort of. Sort of. You're changing seasons in ball. Mm-hmm. Is that what? Okay, yeah, so, sort of. All right. like that. It's just a constant. It, it ever, very it pleasant is. at the ballpark. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> this week. Uh, you do have, uh, today is uh, Farmer's Market Day. It is. But Saturday is special Farmer's Market Day, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, Fresh Market Day. Fresh Market Day. Mm-hmm. What is that? So Fresh Market Day is a yearly occurrence that we do. It's kind of a customer appreciation day. We'll have... Uh, 4-H is going to be out there, and they're going to have some kids, kind of a storybook. They can walk around the farmer's market and do activities. Uh, we're going to have samples out of some uh, Snap-Ed and Kentucky Proud recipes. Vendors are going to be out there. Uh, the mobile dairy unit, so the dairy cow is going to be out there. So if you want to learn about milk and, you know, that that's how, it, how to milk a cow, that's going to be out there as well. So just a few different activities going on there on Saturday. Please come out. It's going to be from 730 until around noon. And, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm back here on mobile dairy unit. I was just thinking about how that might work. So there is a, they have a trailer. Yeah. If you come to Farm Fest, we have it as well. And you come, they come in, it's the Southeast Dairy Initiative comes out and they have a, a teacher and they have this dairy cow and they put it on a trailer, which is a really nice trailer mm-hmm. and it has all these sides on it and the, the cow stays in the trailer and sits there in beds and then when it's time to milk it, they do an, an example of it. It's so. an actual cow. It's, it's an not actual a Disney cow. It's animatronic. not cow. No. It's not animatronic. It's actual cow. Dairy cow. Mm-hmm. That's pretty okay. cool. Yep. Do you get a little milking stool to sit on? Oh, I mean, I guess. They've got all <laughs> kinds of different things in there. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty neat. So yep. that's uh, Saturday. Yes. They're on Quarry Road at uh, your facility. Fresh Market Day is the... Uh, Kind of the 
midway point mm-hmm. of the farmer's market season. Most everything kind of, is, is starting to be in season. Now, I will say, you guys, your sweet corn, it, it's it's going to be iffy this year. So don't fuss at your farmers if they don't have it. We've If you haven't noticed, it's dry. So don't fuss yeah. at them if it's not there. Yeah, it's been... Uh, and it's not going to get any better for the next uh, week or so. <laughs> nope. Today, dangerous heat continues. Could see some isolated storms throughout the region. Going to see an excessive heat warning for most of the region until about 8 o'clock tonight. Then a heat advisory for most of the region tomorrow from uh, noon till about 8 o'clock tomorrow night. And then we'll see a few rounds of showers and thunderstorms possible Friday, Saturday, Sunday still looking dry. Temperatures fall into the 80s. For the weekend, so a little bit of a relief on Saturday and Sunday. Um, I I think when it's ten degrees better, you will notice the you will notice the difference, especially when the heat indices are you know one ten, one eleven, something like that, because of the high temperature and the high humidity. But uh, you know we can we can pray for some isolated thunder showers and or at least rain showers to come through and try and uh, improve the soil conditions just a little bit. But things are extremely, uh, extremely dry. A Kentucky deputy killed in an ambush that left three officers dead in a small Appalachian town was laid to rest uh, yesterday. The funerals have begun for the three officers who gave their lives in the line of duty last week. Floyd County Sheriff John Hunt fought back tears at the funeral for his deputy and longtime friend, William Petrie, who, along with uh, two other officers, walked into a hail of bullets from a gunman holed up in his home, on Thursday evening, Petrie was a uh, veteran officer who joined the Floyd County Sheriff's Office during uh, after retiring from the state police a few years ago. He was honored yesterday during an emotional funeral service in Prestonsburg. Um, the other two officers that have lost their lives, uh, Captain Ralph Frazier, uh, 28-year-old, uh, 60-year-old uh, Captain Ralph Frazier, 28-year-old Prestonsburg Officer Jacob Chaffins, and then a police dog was also fatally shot. Uh, the man arrested in their death, 49-year-old Lance Storch, was taken into custody in the small community of Allen after family members helped police secure his surrender on Thursday night. And let's be clear, now a total of three officers have lost their lives in that incident trying to serve a warrant. He fired many more shots, and he would have killed more officers given if he was a better shot or given a better opportunity. So it's not just three but that is considered, it's one of the worst law enforcement losses of law enforcement, line of duty deaths in Kentucky in 100 years, and one of the worst in our nation in, um, in several years. So uh, those funerals began yesterday and will continue through um, the next couple of days. There were some, closer to home, there were some tense moments at Owensboro Health Twin Lakes yesterday morning after an incident involving a medical helicopter. So it happened there on the on the helipad yesterday morning about 11. A small fire broke out on the uh, Air Methods medical helicopter as it sat on the helipad waiting to make a transport. The Litchfield Fire and Police Departments and EMS responded. Uh, Fire Chief Tim Duval said that the fire was related to the, the copter's fuel system that began during their startup stage. So they hailed an Air Methods helicopter out of Corridon Indiana that was summoned to make that uh, transport, and so they briefly blocked the Thomason Byway in both directions to allow that helicopter to land because obviously the helipad at uh, Owensboro Health Twin Lakes was was uh, occupied. So uh, anyway, so having to get, be um, 
think on their feet and uh, work around that situation yesterday, but no one injured that uh, I'm aware of. A Litchfield man has been arrested on drug charges after an early morning report of gunfire on Stone Street. The Litchfield Police Department and Grayson County Sheriff's Office responded to a call to Stone Street yesterday morning about 3.10. They attempted to make contact with 61-year-old Ronnie Cockrell at his Stone Street residence, but he, who is a convicted felon, refused to answer the door. They left the residence about 4.30 to obtain a search warrant for the property, and uh, they uh, Cockrell, though, peacefully exited the residence about 5.15 yesterday morning. They were granted the search warrant just before 7.30, they conducted a search where they found methamphetamine, marijuana, synthetic drugs, etc., and he was lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center. A couple of, uh, at least a couple, a couple at least making the news, uh, golf cart accidents over the weekend. Uh, two people were airlifted after a golf cart accident in Breckenridge County. That happened Saturday night just before 10 o'clock. Falls of Rough Fire, Grayson County and Breck County EMS personnel responded to the 1100 block of Cave Heights Lane just inside Breckenridge County. The first responders found a woman and her daughter suffering serious injuries after a golf cart wreck. The, suf- the father suffered less serious injuries, but the mother and daughter were airlifted uh, with one of the men transported by Vanderbilt Life Flight as local medical helicopters declined to fly due to weather conditions. Both were flown to U of L Hospital in Louisville. The father was transported by EMS to a hospital, and then there was uh, another accident um, later on. In that's uh, Saturday morning, about ten fifty, on Paradise Acres Road. So, um, more people around the lakes, and they're everywhere. More activities. The golf more. Are. Mm-hmm. You know, they're. Um, Steep inclines around the lakes, right? There's yeah. a, by very nature of getting to the lake, there is what's called a ramp or a trail or a, you go from high terrain to low terrain. And so they are my, dangerous. My in-law or my in-laws, my, my family have a lake house and have a boat and saw a golf cart on the ledge of a, it had been toppled. I don't know if that was in any of those situations, but mm-hmm. they said, well, somebody lost a golf cart over the weekend because they were on the boat. And could see it. And so it was just sitting there. You know, county governments, including ours, Mm -hmm. uh, are in the process uh, or have been in the process recently of codifying laws on where golf carts can be used, where they can't, restrictions, requirements, et cetera. Um, My guess is, is that this has to be very frustrating for first responders in general because... You know, it's the fire and rescue squads and the EMS personnel and law enforcement as well uh, that have to respond to these more remote locations around the communities, because uh, around our lakes, the more extreme uh, geographic locations to just people not using good sense or people who are not of proper age or not of proper skill using them. And so if That's you're probably more like it, yeah, I mean, yeah. you just uh, obviously uh, adults can make mistakes and mm-hmm. they don't drive properly, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But just the more people you have on these, just the very nature, the more accidents there are, there are going to be. And you just start to get lulled into a sense of security. Yeah, here I am at the lake. I'm having a big time. It's the 4th of July weekend. And then mm-hmm. somebody comes around a curve or they pop over a hill or you turn around and look at something else and you drop off yeah. the shoulder and, just know it, how to use it just, if you've got um, it. Know how to use it. It's, you know, I, with or without a golf cart law, I have. We all know they're being used around the lakes. Mm-hmm. It's yes, just absolutely. a matter of having yeah. enough people there to police it to say, 
hey, that's hey, that's well, not allowed. In a so. subdivision, my aunt's subdivision, they actually, and I use subdivision loosely, they actually have a golf cart parking area because that's how they get to the lake. So, sure. you know, instead of driving vehicles down there, they're driving golf carts, and that's fine, you know, but it's, like I said, if you're going to have one, it's probably a good idea to know how to use it. Yep, it certainly, certainly is. Uh, COVID numbers were delayed a day because of the holiday, so they were not released until yesterday, but they show increases in most metrics in Kentucky. There were 10,191 new cases reported in the state the last seven days, which is up about uh, almost 700 from the previous week. The fatality rate or deaths from the pre- from the last week were 38. It was 30 the prior week. Positivity for the last week, 15.75. Last week, it was 13.35. 405 Kentuckians hospitalized. Here's one of the numbers, too, that I kind of like to pay attention to. Uh, there, there are currently, as of yesterday of that report, 23 Kentuckians on a ventilator, 18 the prior week. So we're just kind of measuring. It looks like positivity is higher. The positivity is growing by leaps and bounds, but hospitalization is not growing by leaps and bounds. And so that's so one of the takeaways from this uh, new strand, which, you know, numbers jumping up. A section of I-65 in Louisville will be closed for more than a month. If you've been around, if you've ever had to navigate Spaghetti Junction in downtown Louisville. <laughs> spaghetti Junction for a reason. <laughs> uh, call it Spaghetti Junction for a reason. It's not It's not good on a good day. So imagine a portion of that being shut down for 48 days. Lane and ramp closures are also possible during uh, weeknights and weekends at I-64 East, I-65 North, I-64 East at the I-65 South overpass. So basically north of Hospital Curve in Louisville. That's, they, could co- they could just constantly be working on that yeah. spaghetti, uh, spaghetti Junction intersection there. If you ever see it from the air, it's quite, uh, it's quite impressive. It looks like somebody yeah. threw spaghetti on the ground. It does. And laying all in different directions. You know, that's, but it's only one. I mean, I think other big cities have ones that are as big or bigger, but it's just interesting to see mm. that it's right where it's at. I think maybe other cities were more artistic when they designed yeah. theirs. You know, they have symmetry. Little, yes. Spaghetti Junction just seems to be like, ah, it's all different. Uh, yeah. All different directions. And you got to make a quick decision where you're going, too. That's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do have to make a decision and stick with it. Yes, absolutely. You know, just, and if, you, if you've made the wrong one, just go on down and turn around. <laughs> turn around and, and get back it's on. Not, yep. gonna, <laughs> not really going to work. Kentucky running back Chris Rodriguez pled guilty and agreed to pay a fine and court cost from his arrest on May 8th. Rodriguez agreed to pay a $200 fine and $700 more in court costs, both of which have to be paid in full by December 13th. His driver's license will be suspended for four to six months. He was arrested at 3 a.m. May 8 and was charged with DUI and careless driving. He apparently, according to the uh, the arrest citation, he admitted to uh, drinking alcohol prior to his uh, his stop. He also did not stop immediately, which was one of the things I think that were concerning to law enforcement when they pulled him over. It took him a while to stop. Um, there's also something else going on with Chris Rodriguez that is not related to this that has something to do with his status with the U.K. football team. So, Whitney, do we see Chris Rodriguez in I, a U.K. I, uniform yes, this fall? I think you do, but I don't think it'll be in the important first few games that we have. I, I don't know. I if that's an unfortunate situation to be a what is he an all American or going to be? I mean, mm-hmm. he's going to break oh, yeah. a lot of records this year if he were to play all ten games, eight hopefully ten. But 
Choices. Yep. Uh, have consequences. Yep. Uh, I saw this video, saw several good videos from over the over the weekend, but I saw a video of a man at a wedding who seemed to like summarize living your best life for the 4th of July weekend. Oh. It's a guy. Have you all seen this? No. All right. So this guy is a drunk wedding guest. And he is dancing at the reception with sparklers. Yes. And so you can find the video online if you if you want to go look. And so he's just cutting a rug, and then blue jean jacket girl, she's there, and they're doing a little they're doing a little dancing too. And he's got he has uh, sparklers in his hands, <laughs> but then he sets one of the centerpieces on fire that were made of grass. And that happened, you know, where you sign in, you sign yeah. the guest book on the, so they got this barrel and he sets the thing on fire, but then he doesn't break stride in his <laughs> dancing. It's just really burning and he just gets over there stomping it out, right? He's just, he doesn't, the music keeps going and he's, and I'm thinking, there's a guy that just says, no matter what happens to me, I'm just going to keep on dancing yep. through life. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's just, uh. He just says, you know, it's a, uh, hey, you know, a little, little fire, no problem. You know, I'm, I'm still, still just going to put it out, keep on dancing. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Fried Chicken Day. Weary days and then. Sounds good. good. Mm-hmm. Do, uh, do hot wings, buffalo wings in a fryer. Does that count? We did that over the weekend. Yeah. He even made me chicken livers. Yes, yes, I did. Um, they were really good. I even reported back to Mammal. Oh, cool. yeah. I got the seal of approval to Mammal. <laughs> okay. All right. Rock it on. Uh, National Air Traffic Control Day today. I, uh, as I've mentioned on the show before, when I was a young person, there was a period of my life that I wanted to be an air traffic controller professionally. Huh. That would be kind of fun. It was. Um, a lot of hours, but it'd be fun. Yes. Um, it just seemed like, you know, keeping track of who's supposed to be where and logistics. Mm-hmm. and Can't go to sleep. No, can't, can't, can't go to sleep. But, you know, being able to be in that big tower at the airport, you know, and having 360-degree view. Mm-hmm. Part of my interest, though, is because it was part of the news cycle is that while I was a teenager and deciding, well, what would you want to do? Because not everybody apparently can be a professional baseball player. Or don't tell my son that. Or a five. Not everyone. He can. Not every, <laughs> I don't know I, about I, that either. I couldn't. He can. But I, I just thought. But uh, President Reagan mm-hmm. is when the air traffic controllers went on strike. Yes. And he fired them <laughs> and replaced them with other people. And I thought, well, a lot of jobs open suddenly. <laughs> so I might be an air traffic controller. I wanted to fly a fighter jet, but I didn't want to be in the Army so, or in the Navy or, you know, Air yeah. Force to do it. Mm-hmm. So I just... Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. That's, uh, that's kind of hard. Take the there are not many like private companies that have fighter no, jets. No, no, you know, no. The, you know. It, today is also International Kissing Day today, so uh, <laughs> you uh, celebrate uh, accordingly. Yeah. Uh, for, if I see my husband today, I'll give him a kiss. For you, for you all, <laughs> we'll be passing. Shoot, in the, by that in time of day, say, "Get away from me! It's too hot for that." <laughs> Woo, it's a hundred yeah. degrees. Uh, so Fourth of July, kind of in the rear view. Yes. The Two-thirds of the summer holidays now are in the books. Mm-hmm. You know, Memorial Day is sort of the kickoff. You know, like, okay, here's Memorial Day, kicking off the summer season. Now, it's the 4th of July, like, oh, okay, so now it's 4th of July. You start hearing whispers like, 
Well, we're planning our back-to-school event. Back-to-school event? What? Yeah. Why are we talking about that already? I'm already talking about school shopping. Yeah, there. Well, so it um, the days will the days will get away. But the next big holiday, of course, that we're looking forward to is Labor Day. Mm-hmm. So Labor Day, what, September 4th, I think, Monday, yeah, September Monday. 4th. And then, of course, you know, that's a big, well, you just, you're hearing, um, having a big concert Labor Day weekend yeah. here locally. Sawyer hey. Brown's coming to town. I'm excited about that. By the way, we're going to give away some tickets to see Sawyer Brown yeah. a little bit later on in the, later on in the show. So, <laughs> tell you. They were part of my they youth. They, they were part of my youth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll, I'll remind everyone of why that is coming up. Uh-oh. We're very good friends. We've worked together before. Sorry, really? Brown and I. Yes, huh, yes. We've cool. our our professional pathways have have crossed before. Interesting. I mean, sure. I saw him on Star Search. <laughs> Not everyone has shared a stage with him as I have. Oh. Uh, here are some life hacks. Awesome life hacks that work. We like life hacks. Yeah. Some of them, I think, are overpromised. I think they. I can see that. Like, uh, I'm kind of underwhelmed by that life hack. But if you'd like to waterproof your shoes, rub an unscented candle thoroughly against a canvas shoe and melt it with a hairdryer, the wax will disappear and act as a protective coating. I feel like I did that with my kids when I was a kid. Really? Yes. I was going to say, I would have had to been a child the last time I had canvas shoes. I mean, I remember my little white canvas kids, you know, the little. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I did something like, I don't know, maybe it was just being a kid, but. I know exactly the last time I had canvas shoes. Uh-oh. K-Swiss. Everybody had K-Swiss <laughs> Everybody had canvas K-Swiss shoes. <laughs> do, do most fairies count? I don't think, uh, are your fairies canvas? I bet leather. they're not. Uh, yeah. I bet they're leather. Are yours canvas? They have different kinds. Maybe. Yeah, Mine are the boat they're, shoes. They're the ones. deck shoes or whatever. Yeah. My deck shoes were. Well, Your deck shoes are leather. No, they're not. Okay. The soles are. <laughs> some of them are. I was going to say it might. You, there might be some canvas ones out there. To cure a sore throat, eat marshmallows. The gelatin in marshmallows coat and soothe a sore throat. To me, it would seem like it would make it worse because that chalky, like a sore throat. I don't want more chalky. I've always peel. heard drinking honey and or you know mixing it. To mm. remove ink stains, one word, WD-40. I have heard that before. But be careful, it will damage delicate fabrics. So, But here's my question. WD-40 is oil-based. Would it not leave an oil spot? You would think. But then I guess you could take like Dawn dish soap and then clean it out after that. Maybe that's what you would do. Or you could just use Mark's trick. I have the best, I have the best ink stain ears. life hack. Mm-hmm. Toothpaste. And it does it work. It works. It's crazy to watch it. So this pen has a tendency to um, mm-hmm. undo itself in my pocket. Uh-huh. So I'll carry it's it in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And so next thing I know, on my jeans or on my khakis or whatever, I'll have a half dollar size ink spot where this has been rubbing. And so I go and we we use Sensodyne Pronamel. I don't know if it makes a difference. <laughs> Sensodyne okay. Pronamel. It's got a little bit of whitening in it, but uh-huh. it's not primarily whitening. Rub it on the outside of that ink spot and let it sit overnight, and all that ink will rise to the top of the toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Throw it in the washer, and it's a brilliant fix. I would like to know how to get rid of bubble gum. That's what I need. 
Oh, currently you're here today. I've got an interesting factoid on bubble gum okay. later on in the show. <laughs> Staticky hair. Take a dryer sheet and stick it to the base of your brush. Yes. That also works on fixing stinky shoes. I use dryer, dryer sheets, sheets for everything. <laughs> I'm a fan of dryer sheets. <laughs> I'll throw those suckers in a ball bag or I'll put them in a coat pocket. Mm-hmm. And if, because my hair gets, you know, really, really, mm-hmm. you know. Places sagging. where you would put a plug in in life, the dryer sheets work where you have no electricity. Yes. Like for your plug in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are or, you a bounce user? Yeah, probably. I, I use that or generic version of it. I like them all. It doesn't really matter. I'm a hardcore gain. Well, I like gain too. Yeah. What, whatever. Everything bounce, that bounce I can with get. Gain. That's they've got that thing now. So yeah. mm-hmm. everything I can get in the gain sense. Garbage bags. Garbage bags. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. Check batteries. Drop an alkaline battery from six inches on a flat surface, negative side down. Okay. If it bounces. Once or not at all, it's good. If it bounces more, it's dead. So drop a battery from six inches, negative side. I guess that's the recessed side, mm-hmm. not the side with the button on it. Drop it, and if it if it uh, bounces a bunch, it's a dead battery. And then unclog a toilet. If you don't have a plunger handy, get a large water or pop bottle and cut off the top. I was just going to say pour a bucket of water down in it to flush it out, but it's kind of what I was thinking. But <laughs> I, I, I think I have to see that done before I'd be willing to try it. And express elevator. If you don't, if you need to get to a floor quickly, push the close button and hold it. Then push the floor you need to go to. The elevator should ignore all other floors and go right to yours. Now. You really probably shouldn't do that if you're sharing an elevator with other say, people. I was going to say, I'm not going to do that. But, That's not very nice. Well, but you might be in a hurry for something. Like, yeah, maybe maybe one of your kids really needs to go to the bathroom. Yeah, maybe. Yes. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe somebody else's kid also really needs to go to the bathroom. <laughs> they need to get to their floor. A new survey says Jeep is named the most patriotic American brand. Jeep is on a red, white, and blue streak. The automaker has been named the most patriotic brand in America for the 20th year in a row. The company traces its roots to World War II, was tops on the latest edition of the survey conducted by brand loyalty consultancy Brand Keys. Jeep finished ahead of Disney in second. Amazon and Evil Empire were tied for third. Coca-Cola was fourth, American Express, and Ford tied for fifth. I was going to say, I'm surprised Ford's not in there just because they are here. Yeah, they made it. uh, They're tied for fifth along with American Express. I guess I can see those. It's a Jeep thing. Ford was the only (laughs) other car company in the top 50. Motorcycle builder Harley-Davidson ranked 20th. (laughs) Tesla slipped off the list from 30th last year. Mm. wonder why. Uh, you know, probably the owner. You love love Musk, hate Musk. It's yes, all you know part kinda... of the part of the same thing. <sighs> yeah. Okay, a dad. Every parent has gone through the frantic journey of looking for a place. Speaking of your kids needing to use the bathroom, <laughs> you've also probably been frantic at some point in time in your life of needing a proper changing station. I've been there and done. Yes. Right. Yes. Somebody left you a little stink bomb, and you can't drag them around the mall, so you need to change them. 
the lack of changing stations in some of the places that I've been is embarrassing. But anyway, I won't go there. So, well, to your point, there's a dad who was doing what more dads should do. He was alone in a large store with his five-month-old son. He was out taking care of his kid. And so he decided ultimately to stop off in a restroom to change his son. He went in the men's restroom, no changing table, no counter. Went back out, asked a sales associate. She said, in the bathroom. He turned around. Now he's posting in this Am I the Butthead forum. He mm-hmm. he says, lo and behold, I ducked my head back in there, and a changing table had not magically appeared in the last 15 <laughs> seconds that I was out there and went. So there was no companion or family restroom. Mm-hmm. So that was not an option. So he went into the ladies' room with his five-month-old son where there was a changing table. Mm-hmm. And he commenced to changing his son's diaper, and then a woman comes in and starts screaming bloody murder. Of course. Would you like to change my baby? Right. <laughs> I'm gladly giving up. What's this, What's his dad supposed to do? Right. Well, and that, I mean, even my husband and I have had this conversation numerous times because he, is, he, does, he will change diapers and he'll take care of it, but the chances of them being one in any of the places that we're at or one at all, because, mm-hmm. you know, where we typically go, it's not necessarily a forethought of, you know, that's not something that they put in the restrooms, but mm-hmm. it's one of the things he's like, why don't they do that? It <laughs> seemed like to me stores or buildings that have been constructed in the last 15 years. I would say, yeah, I was going to try to drive a magic line. I was going to say 10 just for mm-hmm. nice round purposes, but probably the last 10 years, there probably is a changing table in mm-hmm. most of the men's restrooms. Or there's a family restroom. Right. Or a family one. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so, of course, you know, it's almost as if we're going to need more and more family or companion restrooms because they're, well, for all myriad of reasons. But can I just, like, I don't know that much about the women's restroom, but I do believe I know this where it's different aren't all of the facilities except for the vanity in the women's restroom aren't they all walled off yes Yes. they're all enclosed (laughs) is all the ones i've ever seen in the movies or the occasional one that i've been in you're able to go in there and do your business Mm -hmm. yes not that way in the men's restroom right men's restroom a little more out in the open So this is the problem of the woman, right? This is not the dad's problem. This is the now in her defense, those little cubicles, you know, they come down within, you know, the stalls. They leave about what eight inches off the floor and maybe a couple of feet off the top. Those don't block all the maybe sounds, mm-hmm. all you know, all the symphony that you might be creating in there. But she still has her privacy if she wants to go in there and use the facility. Fair enough. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. And. In the dad's defense, that's probably the last thing he's thinking about at that point. <laughs> Absolutely. He just he doesn't want to be there anymore. Right. He doesn't want to be there any more than anybody else wants him to be in him to be there. But society has left him no choice. He is being punished for making the right decision, which is caring for his son mm-hmm. and looking for a place to Yeah. What, they just want him to lay him down in the floor. We've gotten to where we carry one of those little changing pad, yes. pads that mm-hmm. has the stuff all in it. Well, I like that he said I even looked for 
you know, the countertop in mm-hmm. a lot of men's restrooms where you got three mm-hmm. or four vanities, there's at least a little, I'll call it a working area between yeah. the two sinks, you know, where you could, if you, mm-hmm. he looked for that opportunity and that opportunity didn't exist. Well, so. a child that small, what if he had had a, a, a 15 month old, you couldn't yeah, have done that on the countertop. On no. that countertop. I mean, no. Mm-hmm. You'd yep. have a head hanging down in one sink and feet in the other. And <laughs> that would not work. I see. Uh, you can read about more of this online, but uh, Ava Bachu, who's vacationing in Crete, she got a surprise when her favorite bag, which she bought from a popular fashion fast fashion retailer, went up in flames after being exposed to direct sunlight. Oh According to her, she and a few friends were attending a week-long wedding festival in Greece. And she said that uh, her clips uh, had a million views since uh, Monday. She revealed singed edges of her bag that suggest the fire started as a result of the metal button on the tote heating up. So there was enough direct sunlight to it. Mm-hmm. Also, she said, and it's uh, it's caused some speculation, she had a bottled water in there that some people think was exposed and that a bottled water will act almost like a magnifying glass will in warm conditions when it's still long enough that mm-hmm. the light will refract through there and can cause a, a fire. Hmm. But can you imagine just seeing your bag go up in flames? <laughs> no. <laughs> mm-hmm. A 53-year-old Tennessee man faces more than a dozen charges after police say he pulled a gun on several families who were celebrating the 4th of July a day early. Police arrested Richard Hayes after the incident in uh, Ultawa, Tennessee. So at uh, a little before 11 o'clock, so we'll say, you know, 1045 or something, dispatchers got a call from a home saying a neighbor had pulled a gun at them. Shortly after the call, dispatchers got another call about the same incident. The caller said police had about 30 seconds to get there before he, quote, blew this guy's head off before hanging up. A large group of people near the home flagged officers down saying a man wearing plaid pajama pants and who had a small dog with him had pulled a gun on them. An officer later found Hayes sitting on the porch of a nearby home. The affidavit quotes the officer as saying, as I walked up to the porch, I immediately observed this party was highly intoxicated. The officer says, Hayes, uh, ask Hayes what happened. He replied, Jack wagons, my word, were setting off fireworks and they wouldn't stop. The officer replied to Hayes that there were no noise ordinances or fireworks laws and that the family was within the law to celebrate America's birthday. Hayes told the officer he went there and asked them to nicely stop, but they tried to jump him, so he pulled out his gun. Oh, my gosh. So, July 3rd. Yeah. So, Sunday night, which... Which is where I think most everybody did their stuff that night. Well, I think Sunday night was the night, you know, at least based upon our Mm -hmm. experience. There were some on Saturday night, but the majority that Mm -hmm. I saw was on Sunday. So... When is when is late too late? I mean, nearly 11 o'clock. Well, I don't know. I think it, it depends on where you're at and what's going on. You well, know? And the thing is, he's still out drinking, doing so what whatever. Is, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not like he has a, now, a screaming a child baby, yeah. on his hip. or mm-hmm. now, He's out in his pajama pants with still his, drinking. With his little dog. With his little dog, Toto. Maybe his little dog was stressed out. <laughs> I mean, that could have been. Um, but take him inside if that's the case. Yeah, well, he needed needed some protection if he went over there. Smith and Wesson wasn't his best protection. He needed his little dog too. I, 
But we can't agree that July 6th is too late. Too late, yes. July, yeah. July, July 6th is, is too late. So Some of y'all... Some of you all hid your Trump bucks nicely. Like, I know, right? Like, like the amount of... <laughs> like, Good grief. There was some big ones this year. There be yes. people who are, not, who are not buying gasoline. They figured out how to not buy gasoline, and they're spending it all on fireworks. Good luck. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. The water cooler question, your chance to win, coming up here on In the Know. Did you know bubble gum was originally called blibber blubber gum? Hmm. I think I like bubble gum better. You do? Yeah. Huh. 1906, when it was invented, they called it blibber blubber gum. Which yeah, that's, that's a mouthful. It is. Too much. I think I do like throwing in blibber blubber for a little panache. Mm, maybe. But to say it all the time, nah. blibber blubber, that's uh, hard to say. Plus, your mouth looks really silly when you say blibber blubber gum. Whitney had to duck out early because she had a, a meeting that she had to get to. So we're going to handle today's water cooler question for you. It's going to be your chance to win if you've not won in the last 30 days. You're 18 years of age or older. You qualify to win. And up for grabs today, we're going to give you not only your choice of theme park tickets to use between now and the end of the season, but we're going to give you two tickets to the Sawyer Brown concert that is coming up at the amphitheater at Valley Park uh, Labor Day. Nice. And uh, you get to see Sawyer Brown, get to see Alex Miller and a great venue. It'll be cooler down there in the park, see, because the breeze blows through there. So it'll be a great way to spend Labor Day weekend. You get two tickets to that and uh, your choice of tickets to theme parks uh, that we have uh, in inventory. If you can text the correct answer to 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000. And the question is this, according to parents... Their kids do this more, 50% more in summer. According to parents, their kids do this 50% more during summer. Text the correct answer to 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. According to parents, their children do this 50% more in the summer. Okay. Does our kid... Well, one of our kids. Probably. Okay. Probably. Hmm. Probably so. Let me add this back in. Okay. Stranger Things Season 4 crosses the, the billion-hour viewing mark after a record-breaking Volume 2 week. Still no Season 4 of Stranger Things for you? No, and I feel like now I'm going to have to go back... And at least catch up a little bit on the previous season, if not have to start all over. All over, huh? Well, from what I'm hearing, it, it, it I liked it. I enjoyed it. But if it, this one is that good, I have a feeling I'm going to have forgotten them. I don't know. Do you think there's a nice recap mm-hmm. at the beginning of season four? You I know, don't know. Previously it, it, on? You never know. Yeah, true. So, okay. I'm not sure what I'm going to do about that. At least watch the last episode of season three prior to starting season four. But Rihanna is now America's youngest self-made billionaire. She has booted Kim Kardashian out of that seat. It's thanks to, it's, you know, most of their fashion lines or their cosmetics lines. And Rihanna is now a self-made billionaire and the youngest to do it. So, congratulations to her. Let's scan over the uh, list of entries here. Okay, yeah, we have a we have a winner. Okay. 
5660, 5660 new <clears throat> eat junk food. Snack okay. or eat junk food. Eat was number two. 50% more that uh, kids do in the summertime. So what was your number one answer? Um, wine or complain. <laughs> that's, a, that's 100% more. Yes. It's 100% My more third one was sleep. In the summer. Oh, sleep. Yeah. All good choices. Congratulations to 5660 going to see Sawyer Brown Labor Day weekend. And then uh, chance to go to a theme park nearby as well. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Uh, I'll ask this, but I already know your answer, so. Okay. But I guess I can, Maybe ask, others can ponder. ask if you can agree about mine. What's more enjoyable, planning a vacation or taking it? I mean, of course mine is taking. <laughs> so when but, it comes but, to me, what do you think? I don't know. You really enjoy planning that. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, a, there's a new Psychology Today has an article in it that says planning your vacation produces more happiness than taking it. Researchers measured the effects of vacations on happiness. They found the act of planning a vacation gives you a much larger boost in happiness, up to eight additional weeks of improved moods in anticipating the vacation. The actual vacation itself yielded just a few weeks of happiness after it was over. It stresses me out. The vacation or the planning? The planning. That's why I'm glad I don't have to do it. You tell me when, put it on the calendar, I pack a bag. I was about to ask you, do you, do, do I bogart the vacation planning too much? Go ahead. Knock yourself out. (laughs) Okay. Just making sure that, uh, that was, that was still, still (laughs) the fact. I have, I mean, I guess I've just always enjoyed, um, always enjoyed planning well you do and you like looking forward to it maybe if i hadn't been an air traffic controller i could have could have been a travel agent there you go da, 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 da. on television tonight Yay. yeah i was um can't wait ask you if you're excited i am i mean we'll so, be a day late and a dollar short but so i guess let me clue everybody else in because um you know we we have this special language that we can speak that we didn't have to say words out loud. For the purposes of everyone else, the yay is Big Brother. Yes. Big Brother returns tonight, season 24. Now, I have not done a deep dive on the cast. I saw a photo array of uh-huh. all the cast members. But then I did see a tweet last night that they had to make a last-minute change. Yes. They didn't say it was COVID-related, but yeah, you can imagine it probably was. That's why I assume. I, I didn't have a chance to look into that further, but I did see that update. So this will be the first non-celebrity version in a couple of seasons. And for those of you scoring at home, this is only my third Big Brother season. I was anti-Big Brother, and then I finally decided, you know what? I'm going to watch this with you. We'll see you know, how it goes. So well, I've seen one regular season, yes. and I've seen one celebrity season, and I'm looking forward to this one. Well, and I think the reason that you started was because it, it comes on so many times per week. It's like, well, if I'm going to sit and watch TV with you, I'm going to have to watch this. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> had to say, well, get on board, because there, there are things you watch mm-hmm. that you just watch because it's like, well... I have to get on board because he's going to watch this. So it's kind of that in reverse. Otherwise, it'll be, well, see you after Labor Day. Yeah, you know, pretty because much. Because it's, um, but you must admit at one point in time, you were watching like the oh, Big yeah. Brother After Dark. The like, live the, feeds. The closed circuit feeds mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, I don't really have time for that. And you don't seem to be that much interested in that anymore. N- not as much, no. Also, let me ask you, though. 
after Big Brother tonight, there's a series premiere on CBS called The Challenge USA. So fan favorites from reality TV shows compete in grueling mental and physical competitions. So they're taking Amazing Race and they're taking I've Survivor and Big Brother and like Battle of the Network Stars and No Immunity Idol Will Save You and all that stuff. So I mean, maybe uh, I, I think it would be who's in the cast, like who who they pulled to do this. Yeah, they got to probably put somebody like Boston Rob on there or Which somebody. He to me is so obnoxious. So that would not be a brownie he's, point. He's about for me. The, he's about. I don't know. Aerosmith and Boston Rob may be the only good things to come out of Boston. <laughs> Today's highlight in history. This date in 1944, an estimated 168 people died in a fire that broke out during a performance in the main event of the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus in Hartford, Connecticut. In 1483, England's King Richard III was crowned in Westminster Abbey. The American Revolution, during the American Revolution, British forces captured Fort Ticonderoga. In, uh, that was the state in 1777. The first all-star baseball game was played at Comiskey Park in Chicago, this date in 1933. Birthdays today. Country singer Jeannie Seeley is 82. Former President George W. Bush is 76. Sylvester Stallone, 76. Wow. Actress Elise Beasley is 71. Retired MLB all-star Willie Randolph is 68. Former first daughter Susan Ford Bales is 65. John Dickerson is 54. 50 Cent is 47. Kevin Hart is 43. Zion Williamson is 22. I don't know if I should mention Zion Williamson. He was a he was a dookie. He played a duke. Gone but not forgotten. John Paul Jones in 1747. Nancy Reagan in 1921. Merv Griffin in 1925. Bill Haley in 1925. Janet Lee in 1927. Della Reese in 1931. Ned Beatty. Fellow Kentuckian, born in the state in 1937. Chart toppers. All right. Not much time for chart toppers, but we'll get to a few squeezed in. 1959, Stonewall Jackson, number one. (laughs) You get the impression. Yes, I do. That's pretty much all that's going to happen during that song. Okay. Let's go to 1968 and the Rolling Stones, number one. With Jumpin' Jack Flash, number 168. Mick was a bar behind. 1977, Sean Cassidy, number one. Is my mother-in-law still watching? Um, I'll bet she had the biggest crush on Sean Cassidy. Probably. She probably did. She totally had a crush on Sean Cassidy. <laughs> Let's go to 1986, Elder Barge. Who's Johnny? You're not so much on El DeBarge? No, I, no. Really? I don't think I am. Hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? John Michael dear. Montgomery, fellow Kentuckian, number one, 1995. Yeah. Yeah. Soul. <laughs> 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 he is? Yeah. Watching, yeah. And I knew she had a crush on Sean Cassidy. I actually know the song. Like, 
This is when I will admit that I like. Or was. It's hard not to sing along. I know, right? The, the Grundy County <laughs> auction incident. Hoopastank number one in 2004 with The Reason. And so I have to say before I go. story sometime of how that band got named number one 2013 daft punk pharrell williams get lucky all right mb's pearl of wisdom for today someone is sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago someone is sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Whitney Carmen, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.